Welcome to Your Family and Your Retirement with Abe Ashton and Eric Nimmer. Abe, I want to talk about the market because that seems to be all the rage right now. People are really kind of concerned about it. So what is the outlook for the stock market this year? Now, it depends on whom you ask. Brent Schutte, he's with Northwest Mutual, tells CNBC he's more optimistic, pointing at signs that pandemic inflation is starting to slip. So you've had this shift from services to goods that has clogged ports and caused inflation to rise. You've had these labor shortages. And I think the market is starting to believe that those days are going to be better in the future. And you're going to see an economy that is still strong. Economic growth overall will still be strong. But with some of those worries starting to ebb, think inflation, think Fed fears, and think COVID fears. And that's going to push us higher in the first half of the year. All right. So he's even more cautious about the second half of the year when the Fed is expected to raise interest rates several times. Now, it seems like the forecast keeps going back and forth. But what's the direction our investments should take? Should we rebalance allocations more than just twice a year? Yeah. It, it, again, keeping your timeline on on your retirement and financial strategies is the most important, right? Okay. Where where are you at in your cycle? How far away from retirement? Or what is the purpose of the funds you're saving? Because we could turn on the same television set three different channels. We don't turn channels anymore. What do we do? We, we don't even flip them. We Siri them. We can, we, can, we can ask Siri to switch to a bunch of different channels and find four or five different outlooks for what the first quarter looks like to the last quarter of the year, first half of the year to the second half of the year. I, I was listening to Steve Forbes early in the day mm-hmm. talking about the catastrophic effects of inflation as interest rates rise and as a, as a faith in the government starts to wane. And if the government would just get out of the way and, and quit purchasing their own debt like they've said they're going to, how is that going to feel? And what's that going to do to interest rates? And, and he had a very bearish outlook for the first half of the year compared to this recent, uh, in, car- in comparison to that bullish outlook for the first half of the year. And so then that's what leaves our listeners and leaves, in, in all honesty, me as well. You could just pull your hair out trying to guess what in the world is going to happen not only next quarter, what's going to happen next week. Right. You know, we, we've become so immune and desensitized to these huge flows from one day to the next and what to do with that. Is there still conventional wisdom that you've heard for or you could have heard for 10, 20, 30, 40, 100 years when it comes to investing that still makes sense? And there is. If you have a period of time where you know you're going to be investing and socking away because you're 30 years from retirement, right? Mm-hmm. You're, you're in your 20s and your 30s and you know you're investing for a long period of time. Should you worry as much about one year or one month or one particular cycle? No, you're going to see a bunch of them. When people tell you to hang in there and, and ride it out, that's probably the best advice you're going to hear. Somebody actually told me just this week as well. Well, I had a, an advisor tell me, Earlier on while I was working, don't even look at the statements of your, or as a 401k manager, don't even look at the statements. Put them in your drawer. You're so far from retirement. Don't even look at it. And they told them this back in 2008 as they were starting to worry about how much Uh, things had dropped. And, uh, and now again, they were still working. They had lots of years ahead. And, and we know it with hindsight now what happened after 2008, which was that there was a significant increase in the market since. And if that person had chosen to not take that advice and pulled their money all out at the low and just have it out of the market, they wouldn't have ridden that roller coaster ride back up. Now, what does that mean for us? It means, well, if you are in the same age group, that buy and hold, hide the statements away might be the very best strategy. If you're within 10 years of your retirement, five years of retirement, you have fewer cycles to weather. 
right? The ups and the downs and the ups and downs. And all of a sudden, if your retirement date happens to, to be right after a big down, does that change what you thought you could retire with? Does that change what type of income you thought you, you would have during retirement? And if that's the, the case, then, well, now is as good of time as any to take a more conservative approach, not because we know for sure the stock market's going to go down next week or next month, but because we know you've got a purpose for those funds in short order, that that's coming right around the corner. Right. It almost seems like it's an opinion when every time we talk about what's going to happen in the market and we hear from all these talking heads that it's strictly an opinion and it gets really confusing. Like you were saying, you can flip on three different news sources and it's three different opinions. But we're talking about retirement and it may be not that healthy to keep checking out different news outlets to find out what's going to happen in the market where what you think is going to happen in the market. But Overall, you just got to what stay the course and listen to somebody like you, right? And It's all opinion. Mike, mine, mine is my opinion, mm-hmm. right? Until we find that person out there, that man or woman that has, we can prove that they have a, a, a sixth sense and can 100% with, with complete accuracy predict what's going to happen in the future. Not just the market, but world events. Like they, they definitely have got it down. We, we know that that's not possible right now, right? And so short of that, everyone is stating their opinion. Now, why does one opinion or someone's opinion matter or should influence you more than another? That is based on experience, right? My opinions, which are still just mine, Mm -hmm. are based off of 25, almost 25 years now, sitting daily in front of people who are retired or relatively close to retirement and watching and helping them prepare. And so, yes, my opinions are based off of a lot of experience, but it doesn't make them foolproof. It doesn't make them fact. It doesn't make them guaranteed. It is, well, I've got a lot of history. I've got a lot of experience. Mm-hmm. And so does my does my opinion or advice based through my opinion, expressed through opinion, should it carry more weight than that one coworker who watched a YouTube video and that is the and that is the extent of their experience and education, but that they did watch a YouTube video. Well, that's what we're all trying to decipher is as we hear opinions, what is the background? What is the experience that has created that opinion? And then we can choose to follow it or not. Well, see, that's the thing is you can listen to your friends. You can listen to YouTube. You can go on and Google something about it. But you know, that's not really very secure. You can get a million different opinions. Well, especially political, you can get 4 million different opinions and you know, it could be crazy about what you can come to the conclusion with. But, you know, your retirement, you don't really want to mess with that. You want a, a good opinion on it and somebody that is trustworthy, you know, like, a you know, Warren Buffett. I, I would take advice, obviously, from Warren Buffett, but from a financial advisor, you know what? They've got your best interest in mind. They're not going to turn things all political and say, well, you know what? You watch that YouTube video. Let's go with that. You know, you're using rational sense, right? Right. And Warren Buffett is a great example because which part of Warren Buffett's advice do you take? And at what point in your life does it apply the most? Because we can find a quote from Warren Buffett that says, buy and the hold strategy is the is the key and the best option for success in, in long-term investing. Great. Accurate. I agree. Again, depending on the time and in your time horizon, what a long period of time is actually for you, right? Because if you're 80 years old, a long period of time is different from somebody who's eight years old. Right. Right. Then he has another quote that says, if you're not prepared to lose half of what you put into the stock, half of the amount of money you're about to invest in the market, you should not invest it. 
Okay, so that's a different piece of advice. So how many people would hold up a $100 bill or 1000 or $100,000 of their retirement account and say, I am prepared before I invest this to lose 50% of it? Yeah. Both advice from the same guy, both a, a brilliant and a super successful investor, but you've got to resolve how those two quotes and how and under what context were they given. You've got to resolve within yourself, okay, if I think that this is a good resource, then I've got to listen to all sides of it, right? Right. And, and I'm curious to know is your clients, when they come in and talk to you, how, how skewed are they sometimes from just things they read or watch on the internet? A lot, you know, because information has become so so prevalent, mm-hmm. and and I think overall that's a good thing. Information is is great, and for people to get educated. But if everybody knew as much about finance as they've learned online, everybody could also do heart surgery, whether you're a doctor or not, from watching the YouTube video on on a heart surgery. Right, right. The the ability to see, the ability to learn, the ability to to be able to find out information is excellent how that translates into action is going to be critical to the outcome of success. Yeah. You know what? Uh, I'm one of those people that will trust a doctor to take care of things instead of a a friend. So I think to another degree, I'm going to trust my financial advisor with my money as opposed to what my friends are doing or the internet's doing or saying or some YouTube video is saying. So because you're basing it off that. that experience. You're right. And that's, that's, that's that. Again, you're looking at the experience of the person giving you their opinion. Find out more at AshtonWells.com. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are not offered by retirement wealth advisors. Eric Nimmer is an investment advisor representative of Retirement Wealth Advisors, Inc., an SEC-registered investment advisor. Ashton & Associates, Retirement Wealth Advisors, and this radio station are not affiliated. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. This information should not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with professionals specializing in the fields of tax, legal, accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed, may be worth more or less than when originally invested.